why, yeah? Every time I put on that tune, no matter where I am or what I do, I just, I'm always feeling good. Like when I'm skating, when I'm walking down the road, when I'm at home, when I'm, I don't know, when I'm like coloring, I don't know, when I'm doing anything, I just absolutely, I just love that tune. So we're in here in the studio, finally. Finally, finally in the studio. Oh man, me and Matteo have been talking about this for so long. This started as an idea, as a podcast. I was trying to get a couple of people to go along with me on a 24-hour podcast where I would essentially get 24 guests and do a one-hour podcast with each of them as I just got progressively more tired and tried to speak them, speak to them about random stuff, obviously adapting to the person I was with. I remember telling Matt, one of my best mates, that Mike just fell, Mike just fell down. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> I remember telling Matt, one of my best mates, that I'd have to have him at like hour 18, just to like give me a little boost. Um, but yeah, no, this is we're finally here, Matteo. When did we even we we started talking about actually doing a mode show like two months ago? maybe three months ago, because I was like, we were doing four months ago. He's saying four, he's saying four. We'll go to, we'll go to the umpire, says four. And uh, we were doing some editing and I was just kept on seeing all these people's shows. I was like, yo, I want to do this, you know? This looks fun. And I don't know, I'm like seven minutes in and I'm having fun. So here we are. Um, so this is going to be your new Sunday breakfast show. It's going to be on the second and fourth of every month. Oh, no, that's the wrong thing. The second and fourth Sunday of every month. That's what I meant to say. Um, I've been told not to say every other month because months change in terms of days. So I, I'm specific with my second and fourth. So my next one will be on Boxing Day. So I hope you guys tune in for me. Um, but yeah, I'm just kind of here to give a little bit of me uh, I, you know, I'm I'm a bit weird when it comes to like music and and just like what I like to talk about because people just don't necessarily like to. I don't know. I always feel like whenever I'm talking to someone about something, I go too far. I dig deep into something, and someone's just like, "Oh, like I didn't want to go this far." So I'm just like, I always feel like I have to hold back. So here I don't have to hold back because Mateo has to listen to me. And he can't stop me because it's my show for once, which is great. So I'm just going to kind of be here on a regular basis. Um, just kind of, I'm going to get in guests. I'm going to talk to people about different things. I've got some ideas. Um, definitely want to come and bring in Elle, if any of you listen to her show on a Tuesday. Um, if you don't, you have to tune in. It's, it's awesome. Um, she's awesome. So I'm definitely going to have her in. And uh, I'm a filmmaker, so I'm definitely going to have some film stuff in here. Um, but yeah, so that's going to bring me on to my, uh, my next little tune, um, which is again, one of my favorites, uh, big ups to my man Kunle from years and years ago for showing me this one. Like I, I got onto this late, like I was in like college when I like, I'd heard it, but I didn't like know it. I'd heard it in the back of like films and I'd heard people playing it and I like vibe to it, but I didn't like know who it was. I'd never like searched it on my Spotify. So yeah, got into this one super late, but yeah, here you go. stealing of his property we're damn good too but you can't be any geek off the street gotta be handy with the steel if you know what i mean earn you keep regulators 
It was a clear black night, a clear white moon when Reggie was on the streets trying to consume some skirts for the E so I could get some phones rolling in my ride, chilling all alone. Just hit the east side of the LBC on a mission trying to find Mr. Warren G. Seen a car full of girls, ain't no need to tweak. All of you search know what's up with 213. So I hooked select on 21 and Lewis, some brothers shooting dice. So I said, let's do this. I jumped out the rock and said, what's up? Some brothers pulled some gas, so I said, I'm Since these girls peeping me, I'm on glide and swerve These hookers looking so hard, they straight hit the curve Want you bigger, better things than some horny tricks I see my homie and some suckers all in his mix I'm getting jacked, I'm breaking myself I can't believe they taking more and 12 They took my rings, they took my Rolex I looked at the brother, said, damn, what's next? They got my homie hemmed up and they all around Can't none of them see him if they going straight down for power They wanna come up real quick before they start to clown I best pull out my strap and lay them busters down They got guns to my head, I think I'm going down I can't believe it's happening in my own town If I had wings, I would fly, let me contemplate I glance in the cut and I see my homie Nate Sixteen in the clip and one in the hole Nate Dogg is about to make some bodies turn cold Now they dropping and yelling, it's a tad bit late Nate Dogg and Warren G had to regulate Same spot in need of some desperate head. But Nate Dog and the G Child were in need of something. Else. One of them names was sexy as hell. I said, Ooh, I like your size. She said, My chorus broke down and just sing real nice. Would you let me ride? I got a car full of girls and it's going real swell. The next stop is the East Side Motel. I cannot, well I can, but I was going to say I cannot 
just think about all the sick times that tune has played. Every time I go to Amsterdam, it will be playing at least one coffee shop while I'm there. And you're just like, yeah, you get me. You like you understand what I'm feeling right now. Just like, that's all I want to listen to. All day. Do you know, I'm not going to say it, but I am going to say it. Th I could just listen. If I had to pick one song to listen to for the rest of my life, that would be in the hat of five. Maybe even hat of three. Like, like definitely in the hat of three, you know. I just, I'm trying to think of other songs that just are, are just that. Maybe, maybe 1960 Watt by Gregory Porter. That makes me feel super vibey. Maybe we'll play that later, but maybe not the whole thing. Because <laughs> that's like a third of the show. <laughs> I love Gregory Porter. Um, maybe a couple of jazz tracks that my dad showed me, but... I don't know, regulators just, I mean, maybe even the rest of the development people every day, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. I remember when Nate Dogg died though. I remember that was a bad week. I remember coming into college and hugging my mate Janakan for like five minutes. I just couldn't, I couldn't. It was like the like two month period of my 28 years that I was on Twitter. And I woke up one morning and saw that Snoop Dogg had tweeted RIP and was just like, Nah, this is like the Ainsley Harrier thing, dying of, of food poisoning. But no, that was, that was hard. And then I think it was like, I don't know who died first, but in that same week, my uncle died. Like I was sad, man. That was a hard week. That was a difficult fucking week. Do you know what I mean? Ah, oh, he was just, there's so many Nate Jog tracks that I just want to play. I might just do a whole show that's just full tribute to Nate Dogg. Like, oh, you can hear it in my voice. It's upsetting. How was he? He was just, how sick was he? But Nate Dogg was so sick. Don't hold your hands up. Don't hold your hands up. Oh, God. Yeah, my uncle, my uncle was cool, man. My uncle was like a, he was like this mad hippie, wizard, elder god, um, I don't even know, like I've got 32 terabytes of drives of his footage at home that I tried, I think when I tried to get through it, it was like, I managed to get through like two terabytes and like organize like some stuff, but it is just, there is so much stuff. He was like, my mom always said like his camera was an extension of his arm, which is kind of cool. I don't, I, I can't be bothered when I'm filmmaking, I like have to filmmake for a reason. Like I can't take, like I'm, I don't take, I don't take pictures. Me and my girlfriend, we always say we got no pictures together because we never take any pictures. I just don't like taking pictures. I don't know if it's the, the, the 10 years modeling or the filmmaking or whatever, but I just, I started like that. When I first got my camera, I, I went and took it to every event and all this and all that, but like I just, I couldn't be bothered. I needed to filmmake for a reason, so. My uncle just filmed everything, so there was just too much to go through. My brother's going through it. I don't know what he's doing with it, though. He said he's going quite weird with it. But he was a cool guy. He was a cool guy. He, like, helped. He was, like, massive involved in, like, keeping the Stonehenge, like, a sacred place. And, you know, his ashes were spread at the festival there and all that kind of stuff. So that was cool. But then, 
I heard the other day that they're taking Stonehenge's heritage site status away. And I don't know why, but I heard they were doing it with the like Liverpool docks as well. And I find that weird. Like, it's always weird, isn't it? The government's always weird like that. Like, why are you taking away a heritage site? Like, did you find out that it it wasn't it's no longer a heritage? Like, is it too old? Too young? Like what what happened? Like, and for what reason? Like what protections does it have that you really want to get rid of so that you can like do so oh, I don't know I've been telling Matteo I got this rant about the congestion charge that I'm gonna do but he's just like oh yeah how long are you gonna go for I just, I'm just, oh. at least once every show unless I have a guest on I'm probably gonna do a rant about something like it's something I don't know what it will be but this week it's going to be the congestion charge because I just got a ticket. And it was my fault. I know it was my fault because I told myself I have to pay it and I didn't pay it. On my drive back, when I'd went in the zone, I said, pay your congestion charge tonight. And then that drive was so long. It was like an hour and 20 minutes. So by the time I got home, I'd forgotten. I'd forgotten completely. And then... And then I went and did a job with the same guys. Lovely guys, man. I have big ups to them. They give me a lot of work. I appreciate them so much. Uh, YOCF. And I went back and then I was like, oh, shit. Fuck, I forgot that. And I got the ticket. And I, I thought to myself, though, it was Saturday at like, I oh, know, it was Saturday. No, I was there all day. I was there all day. It was a Saturday. And I was like, they never used to charge me for this. And they upped it after lockdown when there was no congestion because they weren't making enough dough. So what is the congestion charge? It's just the money. I know we know. We all know. I'm not like saying, oh, I'm not like I found out a new thing. But like, why do we allow it? Why do we sit back and we're like, cool. Like whatever, innit? Like, like I saw an article the other day. I sent it to my, my <laughs> me and Mateo and Matt have a group called Wankers. That's what our group's called for some reason. I don't know. I think it was me who changed it to that at some point and it's just not been changed again. Maybe we should change it now. But I said this article where there, there was an article where the government were like, so because so many people are abiding by the ULES rule and like getting rid of their old cars and buying ones that are efficient, they've not made enough money from the ULES charge. So they have to introduce a new charge. And it's like... Well, what? So, it's nothing to do with you, Les. And again, I'm not saying I know anything new. I haven't under, I haven't like found out anything new. But I'm just like, why can I? Why can they now say it? We're now in a world where they can say it, and we're like, oh, okay, cool. I just, it's changed, man. Everything's changed. Everything's changed. I don't know, man. I need to play another song because I've gone on for ages. I need to get like, what kind of song? I think I'm gonna play. I don't even know, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna find a tune in my head and I'm gonna talk about it. Do you know what I'm gonna play? I was had a moment today when I got out to pick up Mateo to come here, and I don't know if any of you ever get it. Hey, load up, load up, blinded by the lights, by the streets. And Mateo was grilling me for coming in playing this because I was dancing to his mum, and she was like, "What are you doing?" And Mateo was like, "What are you doing?" And I was just like, "I'm having a movie, bro." And that's what I'm saying. I don't know if any of you ever find it yet, but sometimes. A song comes on and I just feel like I'm in a film and it's not like some Truman Show shit. Like, 
like, oh, it's all of this. But I just like, I feel like I'm having this massive cinematic experience, but I'm the subject and I can watch it from afar. I don't know about any of you. Anyway, I got out of the car to Mateo and I had my like big fleece on, my hood like flapping up and stuff in the, in the cold. And, and like, it was just like, it was just a vibe, man. I just felt like I was like getting out of this car in a film, ready to go knock for man to go do my first ever show. And it's just like, yeah, man, it's a movie. My life's a little bit of a movie at the moment. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, let's go, bro. That's the one, oi. How did he not find a baggie with his hand in my shoe? Way too close for me. Oh, well, at least they allowed me through. Should be a good night in here. Ramo in the main room. People keep pushing me, though. No reception on the phone. And I'm thinking... Lights are blinding my eyes. They said they'd be here, they said. They said in the corner. And I'm thinking... People pushing by. Then walking off into the night He's that well speckled A bit green and blue Freezes well cheap though So I'll take three if I need to Right, I'm on a plan I wish the bouncers would go away Borrow water off this man Here goes nothing, okay And I'm thinking Lights are blinding my eyes Oh, that's proper rain That tastes like hairspray And I'm thinking People pushing by then walking off into the night I hate coming to the entrance Just to get bars on my phone You have no new messages So why haven't they phone? Men, you write message So where are you and Simone? Send message Dan's number Where have they gone? And I'm thinking Lights are blinding my eyes Why's the message pending? Where the fuck are you? And I'm thinking People pushing by then walking off into the night mm, Brandy or beer Water's a good idea I wish that bar lady would appear And come serve over here Where the fuck could they be? Still not over in the corner This night's a tragedy I keep thinking I saw her And I'm thinking Lights are blinding my eyes No, that's not them That's not them either And I'm thinking People pushing by then walking off into the night I'm still not feeling anything This has got to be a dog It's been ages since I necked it I smoked six tabs to the knob Belly's not even tingling I just feel a bit pissed No one looks like mingling I can't see her or him And I'm thinking Lights are blinding my eyes I'm going to do another I think Yeah one more, these are shit And I'm thinking Walking off into the night These toilets are a piss tape Queues bigger than the door Gotta get rid of this pill taste What are they chatting so much for? Glad I'm not a girl in this place They'll be here till dawn Sure my belly's tingling a bit Something's happening I'm sure And I'm thinking Lights are blinding my eyes Maybe I shouldn't have done the second one I feel all fidgety and warm People pushing by then walking off into the Whoa. night Everything in the room's spinning I think I'm gonna fall down My heart's beating too quick I'm fucking tripping out I wonder whether they got in Turned away no doubt 
Who cares? This is a tune coming in. That one noise is like, I'm thinking. Lights are blinding my eyes. My eyes are rolling back. I'm rubbing my thighs with my hand. And I'm thinking. People pushing by. Then walking off into the night. Yeah, yeah, they cheer. Can they see my hand in the air? I need to wave them over here. I swear Simone's kissing Dan. My head's twisted severe. Bodies rushing everywhere. They could have texted me when they were near, but I'm fucked and I don't care. Lights are blinding my eyes. What was I thinking about? Oh, who cares? Oh, I was just listening to that and just, uh, I don't know who, who loves or hates the streets, but I love the streets. I just think all their music's so cinematic, man. I remember someone telling me once that um, someone wanted to make a, 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 a film a film for the album and Mike Skinner didn't want to do it because for some reason, I can't remember. But yeah, all the, mu- all the music's just so cinematic. Sorry, I'm distracted. I just realized that I can see Ali Pali from where I'm sitting. And I can see Ali Pali from my house. So I just think that's quite cool. Like, <laughs> that's so stupid, isn't it? Uh, but yeah, life at the moment's getting a bit, it's ups, it's downs. I don't know about you guys. Like, I feel like that whole, oh, we're not going back to normal thing is kind of showing itself now. Like, there's just never really gonna be like Omnicron, everything. It's just, I just, I just think I can't, we're never going to get back to a normal state now. So I'm just trying to kind of live life in this new, I've made a cave for myself here. I need to get a bit out of it. Like live life in this kind of new, new world. Uh, I've gone freelance recently. Big ups to everyone else who's tried to go freelance recently. It's fucking difficult. Um, But I I got some definitely, definitely good people around me sorting me out. So that's great. Um, But I just, I don't know, like, I've been, I, I say I do this thing called therapizing myself. And everyone just like, oh, yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever, whatever. But really, like, I'll, like, drive around, not, like, randomly. I'll, like, when I'm driving between places, I'll, like, not put any music on. Like, just sit there and just discuss with myself. Sorry. <laughs> discuss with myself, like an issue and like have like almost a logical brain and an emotional brain and like discuss this thing between myself and try and come to a resolution and I always say to my girlfriend like it's you can feel the emotional side stronger than the logical side like that's okay like you can do that as long as you understand that that's what's going on and it's like it's not to say that emotions are illogical but it's just that if you can understand, if your logical brain is telling you that it's illogical to be angry or upset about something, then essentially it is an illogical emotion at that point. Not that the emotions are logical in total, but just that at that state right there, there is no point for, for feeling upset. And like, I'll like have that conversation with myself and oh, do that near the mic. I love the sound of this. I love the sound of this. Listen, listen, listen. Crisp, crisp, crisp. I love, I wasn't, so I had a can ready for the beginning of the show, right? And 
I was I was ready to open it after Arrested Development finished, yeah, but <laughs> stupid, yeah. I chucked it around my my car on the way here, the, the two cans I brought, and I didn't want it to fizz up all over me at the very beginning of the show. And I had my phone in my lap, and I just left it, so I I cracked it at a different time. But yeah, oh my god, no. So I have these conversations with myself. <clears throat> This is better. This is a nicer position. Now I can actually talk. There we go. So I have this conversation with myself and I think, if, if, you are, if your logical brain is telling you that to feel angry or upset about this emotion, about this situation is illogical, you can still feel upset about it. That's okay but you just need to understand that in that situation, you're, you're not gonna get a resolution from the person or subject that you're angry at because your logical brain has, has literally told you that you're essentially wrong. And like, that happens to me all the time. I'll be like, oh, bear angry about this thing. Uh. And then I'll say to myself, that's so stupid. Like, why are you angry about it? But I'll still be angry about it because I'm, I'm more angry than I am logical in that moment. And again, that's okay, but <laughs> I'm not going to, I'm the only one who can resolve that situation because if I want a resolution from, say, say, say I'm angry at someone for, oh, it's so, let me just think of the most innocuous situation that gets me really angry. Say I'm angry at someone for like pulling out on me in the street and like they believe they had enough room. Say it wasn't even the ones where like they can't see you. It's like one of the ones where like they pulled out on you and you're, you're going like 30 maybe 32 and like on a road that is 30 miles an hour, but really everyone drives like 25 because like it's residential and you're going 30 and someone pulls out because they think they have enough time because they don't see how fast you go. And you're well angry in your car, but, but there's no reason to be angry because obviously like they just, they, they, you were driving a bit far, like duh, duh, there's all these like things that's like, but you're still, <laughs> you're still angry, but you're not going to get a resolution from them. What are you going to do? Like, overtake them and like what no what for pulling it it's just stupid so you have to like you have to not be angry but at the same time like you are and it's okay say we're being upset it's like i always told my girlfriend like crying is just a, like an excelling expelling of emotion like some people do it some people don't it's not like a sadness thing like people cry when they're happy we good Hey, hey, someone didn't like what I said, yeah? Someone didn't like what I said up top. Nah, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I got top right here. My man, my man, Mateo. Yeah. Yes, sir, we got the all clear. He's okay with what I'm saying. He's happy, he's happy. Where the fuck was I? It's okay to feel sad. So, so sadness. It, so, I, I, I cry loads when I laugh. That seems to be the only time I cry. I can't find, I can't think of other times that I cried. I cried recently when my dog died. For the time she was dying, when she was dying, we were in the room. When she was dying, I cried. But then the day after, I was fine. Not like completely fine, but like fine. Do you know what I mean? Like, you can't dwell on these things. But anyway, separate issue. So I tell my girlfriend, like, crying is just an expelling of emotion. People cry when they win, like, fucking UFC fights. It's not like a, it's not like a, <laughs> it's not like a show of, like, unmanliness or, or like you know whatever it is that you want to call it un unhuman it, it's the most human thing that people do is crying 
and laughing and you do you know what I mean like it's just that's that's cool I tell my girlfriend that all the time I just don't do it I think the first time my girlfriend saw me cry was the other day or maybe I cried when we made the decision that we had to kill the dog and then I cried when we did kill the dog so maybe she saw me cry twice felt good felt good to get it out felt like my eyes needed they were they were swollen but anyway the bit separate separate thing I therapize myself so I sit there and I have these conversations and I say, you don't need to be angry about that. But then I'll still be angry. I'll still be upset. Like, and I don't know what I need to do to fit. And I'm, I'm, I'm saying this to you people as if you go through the same issues because I feel like people always feel like they're alone in this kind of thing. I always do. And then my girlfriend will say to me, she'll be like, oh no I feel that too and I'm like yeah and then I'll speak to someone else and they'll be like oh I feel that too and I'm like yeah and it's actually we're all together I saw the, <laughs> I saw a tweet the other day on Facebook because I'm not on Twitter <laughs> that was like just like it was something about like it just bigging up it was like I don't know how I do all of these things at the same I don't know how all of these things are meant to be done at the same time and I was just like I don't know how all of these things are meant to be done at the same time but I'm glad that you don't know as well because it makes me feel like we're all in this together you know what I mean no, I'm not about to play a High School Musical tune. So for everybody that wanted that, it's not happening. I do have a banana that I'm looking at that I might eat at some point. Anyway, back to how life is right now. I don't know about all you guys out there. I'm trying to go out more. I feel like before lockdown, I got into a bit of a, one of those like, oh yeah, I don't need to go out and spend all this money anymore and all this. And then during lockdown, I almost was like, oh, there's something I didn't have and didn't do, but now I miss. And now I'm like, I'm trying to go out more, but then like, I don't know, shit's just like not popping off as much. Maybe I'm going to the wrong places. If anybody has cool places to go, hit me up. Um, you can hit me up on my Instagram, TetleyToby, T-E-T-L-E-Y, T-O-B-Y. Uh, no, I drink Yorkshire, not Tetley, but it was just a nickname at uni that stuck. Um, but yeah, if you've got cool places to go that I can be bothered to come to, please hit me up. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just, I feel like the world's just in a kind of new, new place. I, I was, I was, you know, I've been doing these interviews with people and like with these all these new jobs, and I, I feel like I'm finding out loads more about shit that's been going on for ages that I just didn't know about. <laughs> I don't know about you. But like, I, I talk to people, I'm like, oh yeah, I met this person. They told me all about this. And people are like, yeah, I mean, that's like a thing. And I'll be like, oh, I had no idea any of that was going on. I feel like clueless to the world. Like, I'm a filmmaker and people are like, oh, have you seen this new film from this director? And I'll be like, who? It's just like, it's really bad. I was talking to my friend David the other day and he was like, oh yeah, have you seen this new film? And I was like, nah, I don't know who you're talking about. And he was just like, oh, and I was like, is that bad? He's like, well, you're a filmmaker, so probably. And I was like, I don't know, man. I just, I just like making films, really. Like, we've been trying to make films for so long, and they're so, like, they're just so bit part, man. We just not, we've not cracked it yet. We're we're designing something at the moment for next year, and that's going to be a vibe. We're going to get, we're going to get more guests on, so you don't have to get bored of me talking, because I feel like people are going to get bored of me talking for a long time. So I'm going to get guests on to talk talk about more interesting stuff than just me and my fucking mental splurge on the world. But yeah, I'm working with uh, with Matt and Sam and, and definitely Amal and 
all the other filmmaker boys, we were getting together to do some cool shit. But like, nothing's cracked it yet. Nothing I watched that we've made, I'm like, oh, this is the one I want to like put out there. Um, I love, uh, do you know what? I spend so much time watching music videos. I do know a lot about music videos. I spend a lot of time watching music videos and I watch the behind the scenes. Oh, load up, load up Virtual Insanity by um, Jamiroquai. So I don't know if any of you have watched the behind the scenes on this. There's a video on YouTube where you can watch the behind the scenes. But th this video, if you watch it after the show, you can watch it now or whatever, you can just move me. But we're gonna play it anyway. But the floor is what moves. And I just found that so awesome. Like they built this moving floor rather than like, you know, you know, pulleys and stuff like that. They like built this moving floor that would, and everything was just slightly, obviously the, the furniture wasn't, but all the walls were just slightly off the wall, off the floor. I just found that sick. I found that sick. Anyway, let's roll that in, man. That's, and also it's a fucking amazing track. So yeah, let's get that in anyway.
Hey. So yeah, everything in, in all the walls in that video are flowing. So I had a little conversation with Mateo. Like, th this is my first show. So please obviously do excuse me for any kind of mistakes on the way. But like, I just felt like this was something I wanted to do. And that's why I'm here. I said to Mateo, we could do this for six months and I could be like, bro, I'm never going on the radio again, ever. But I had to just try it because it's something I've wanted to do for a while. But he did tell me to try and stick to one thing. And then we got into a big conversation about like ADHD and da 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 because I don't, I don't know necessarily think I have ADHD. And Matteo was saying that like, whatever. <laughs> we were having a conversation when the music was on. We were both saying that there's loads of stuff out there saying, oh, there's, there's this and this and this, and this and this and this is all ADHD. And we all feel like that. Oh, there we go. And we all feel like that. And it's like, these things aren't necessarily things that you need to go and you know get loads of Ritalin for or get, get you know whatever they're just things you need to understand about yourself like I know I like have this weird high functioning constantly changing brain and I'm just gonna kind of enjoy it I kind of do enjoy it like I'll walk from the kitchen to the living room and by the time I get to the living room there's something else that I need to do or I've seen that needs doing and therefore I do it. And then by the time I finish that, this is the congestion charge thing that I started at the beginning. This is exactly what it was. That's exactly what it was. But it's not, I don't know if it's ADHD. Do you know what I mean? I think it's just like, oh, do you know? Just like one of those forgetting like whatever. Like, but Mateo said I should focus more down one thread. So for today, or just for the next 10 minutes, I'm gonna focus more on the music video thing because I really, really love music videos. I don't know about any of you guys out there. It's a Sunday morning. I feel like it's a good time to kind of kick back with some YouTube and watch some really cool music videos. Um, so I, yeah, I just, I just, I, I spend so much time, you know when you scroll on the internet, I'll scroll through music videos and then I can find a cool director that's directed them. And I'll be like, okay, cool, what else has he directed? And I go, oh. Has anyone heard of Romain Gavras? Absolutely sick director, music videos. Well, he does other stuff, but his music videos are sick. They're so sick. Um, oh, he did one with MIA. I forgot what the song's name was. That's why I said I'm really bad with names. But that was in, uh, I don't know where it was either. It was with these crazy cars. It was fucking cool. I think there was behind the scenes on it. And then he did one with Jamie XX called Oh My Gosh. Um, and that was really cool. Like there was a behind the scenes of it as well. And it's like in this really fucking sick uh, abandoned village. I think it was in China, but I might be wrong. If you want to find out, it's I'm sure it's in the credits of the actual music video, but there's also behind the scenes on YouTube. Um, that video is so sick. I mean, it's so sick. And like, it's got a fake Eiffel Tower. Well, not a fake, it's a real Eiffel Tower, but it's not the real Eiffel Tower. But it's just the amount of work that got went into making that was just so sick. I was so, another guy, Sam Pilling. Sam Pilling stuff is just so sick. 
he did this stuff for Run The Jewels, this, oh, this video, I've forgotten what the name is of the song, it's so annoying. Hate it when I do that. But yeah, everyone knows that's, that's, that's how I am. He did this song and the video was like in this um, massive, like, it, it looked like, a, you know, it was meant to look like the, like, I guess the UN, but it was so, it was so sick. And the video was so sick and they just had this massive fight and there was pigs running on the floor and it was just, oh man, Sam Pilling, big ups to you. If you ever happen to hear this, big ups to you, bro, because you are an absolute don. Um, he's done a couple of other sick music videos. Oh, yeah. Loads of music videos out there are fucking sick. Like, I remember back in the day when I used to be watching them on the music channels. Like, you had that MTV, Kerrang, Oh, Kiss, Magic had a TV channel. Oh, I don't know, what else was that? Scuzz? Or was that just a show? I can't remember. Matteo, can you remember any? No, no, we're getting a shake from Matteo. Bit young. <laughs> but I remember, yeah, my eldest brother was really into all this. And, and you just kind of wait for the music video to come out. And you'd be like, this is so sick, baby. What the fuck? Like, you'd be so sick. I remember Points of Authority by Linkin Park when that came out. I was like, what the fuck is this? This is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. And now it's like music videos, just, I guess people, I, it doesn't feel like, oh, it doesn't feel like people care as much. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I just feel like there's just so much content getting pumped that it's like, it doesn't leave as much to be creative. Like if you just go back and watch old school Foo Fighters videos, they're just like ridiculous. I'm not, obviously I'm not talking all artists. That's completely ridiculous. Like I've seen some fucking sick music videos around at the moment. But I just mean like on a base level, like before music videos were like the thing that were, they were the thing. And you know, the old Foo Fighters ones were like mini films. Like they were so sick. Obviously the Foo Fighters are fucking sick. But like they were fucking those those music videos were so fucking sick. Like Learn to Fly was so fucking funny. It was like a full-on comedy. Like the one was sick. Monkey Wrench was so sick. Oh my god, I'm just remembering all of them. Like, and even the ones where they didn't do it, like The Pretender, even the ones that weren't like a proper film, like The Pretender was fucking sick. Muse used to do some cool music. I'm only thinking of rock bands because I was a grungy as a kid. So maybe, that, maybe that's why I got to regulate so late because I was a grungy kid. So I wasn't really into like rap and hip hop growing up. So maybe that's why I got into I got into regulate so late. But yeah, I just yeah, I feel like the shit's changed, man. Music's changed. Everything's changed. I, I always, I, I used to say, not anymore. I used to say that like, I don't like the air quotes hip hop nowadays. And my mate Dan, big ups to Mr. Major Look Dan. He said to me that like, what do I think hip hop is? And so I gave him kind of what, you know, what my version of, you know, the, I was like, you know, baggy clothing, da, 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 what, what my kind of generic versions of hip hop were. And he said, see, but the generation before you well, not even before me, before 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 me, hip hop to them was crop tops and flares, and da 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 da. 
And I was just like, and they, they would say the same about the hip hop that we listen to. And I, it gave me a bit more of an understanding about, you know, like shit changing doesn't necessarily always mean worse. Do you know what I mean? It does, you, you can go through change, you know? Change, journey, the, all these, the, these, you know. As I get older, I think all these things become a bit more I've become a bit more, like, I've become a bit more accepting of all of this, like, oh. Uh, because when I was growing up, I was like, no, nah, man, fuck all the technology and fuck all the new music and fuck all the da, da, da. And now I'm like, bruv, it just is. So there's no time, there's no point trying to fight it. Like, you can't just say everything's shit because that doesn't fucking work. Like, you have to, you, you have to, like, <laughs> you can't just say, oh, all of the new shit is shit. Because then you miss out on shit. Like I was thinking recently. Thank you very much, sir. <laughs> I love potato, man. What a joker. Um, I was saying recently that I wanted to get one of those watches. That like not an Apple Watch. That's why. Obviously, I know what an Apple Watch is. I'm not being an idiot. But I wanted to get an Android one, essentially a version. But I was just like, ah, oh, no, whatever. But I didn't get it. And. I, just, I feel like I'm missing out on something. As much as I hate the technology and like, I don't like it. So my dad, he always got angry if I looked at my phone whilst we were having a conversation. Like I'm getting pissed off Mateo on his phone whilst he's engineering my show. Like that, that's the level of like in, indoctrinated, like hatred for mobile phones. Like it's a serious, like weird one, isn't it? It's a weird one. Do you hear that sigh that I just got exactly? My dad made it such a point that it's just rude, right? <laughs> Go ahead, bruv. Go ahead, G. <laughs> My dad made it such a thing. And so when I'll be talking to people and they'll check the Apple Watch like, as if it's not checking the phone. And I'm like, oh, yo, that's kind of rude, bruv. That's kind of rude, you know? But it's not because it's like checking a watch. I mean, checking your watch when you're talking to someone's kind of rude unless you have somewhere to be. But like you're just checking the text, you know what I mean? It's just like I'm having a conversation, like. And I, hey, I do it. My girlfriend shouted at me about doing it the other day, but I, I, I specifically had a reason to do it. Like you know, someone who I was waiting for a call from called me and I missed it, so I just needed to call them back straight away. But like, it's rude, of course it is. And like, but I feel like I'm missing out. New technology. I feel like by hating it all, you miss out on these things. Like by being like, oh, I want to go back to like retro shit and da 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 da. But you know, I'm missing out on like, I almost bought a new Xbox the other day. And then I pulled out because I realized that you have to get Xbox Live to update games. And I was just like, fuck that, I'm gonna buy a PlayStation. And then I pulled out of that. Cause I, it's just like, what, I don't need it. But again, I feel like I'm missing out, you know? I feel like, I, I, surely I'm not the only one who says that there's like times where you're like, oh, I wish I got, I wish I went to that. Or I wish I got, got told about that because I would have gone. But then because people get used to you like not going to places. Like I said, I used to not go places so much. I used to go, but not like I would only go to some of those. People don't really think about messaging. You're like, oh, okay, cool. And you're like, oh, I wish I went to that. That would have been sick. But then, I don't know. You just feel like, I feel like, oh, I don't know. I don't know, man. She's changed. She's changed, man. 
Mateo asked me not to talk to him. But this is my show, so I'll talk to him if I want to talk to him. <laughs> oh, shit's changed so much, man. I go into the shops now, and there is no sugar cereals that are proper anymore. But I tried to buy sugar puffs the other day. The other day, like six months ago. And they tasted so dead. They're like wheat puffs. And it, it, I, I swear, I'm, I'm saying I bought the actual sugar puffs, and I think they've been rebranded because they are no longer sugar puffs. They were so bad. Do you know what my favorite cereal was? Ricicles. I don't know if anyone was on that shit. Ricicles was such a vibe. Ricicles was such a vibe. Oh, shit, man. I feel like I need to play another song. I've been ranting again. But hey, shit's changed, man. Do you know what? Let's play. Shit's changed. Let's play Changes by Tupac. Bang that one, man. That's a fucking banger. I haven't listened to that in fucking time. Let's get that one going. It's just changed, man. And I don't mind it changing. But I just need to understand it. And I feel like I'm understanding it slower than it's changing. How about you guys? You understand? Do, you feel like you're, do you feel like you're ahead of the world? Or do you feel like the world's actually ahead of you? Are you playing catch up? Or is the world catching you up? Because if the world's catching you up, cheers to you, bro. And bro, 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 Bro dress, bro dress, sister, sister and bro, or everything in between. Let's go.
much I made it in a sleazy way. Selling crack to the kids. I gotta get paid. Well, hey, well, that's the way it is. Come on. Come on. That's just the way it is. Things will never be the same. That's just the way it is. Oh, yeah. Some changes. Let's change the way we eat, let's change the way we live, and let's change the way we treat each other. You see, the old way wasn't working, so it's on us to do what we gotta do to survive. And still, I see no changes. Can a brother get a little peace? It's war on the streets and a war in the Middle East. Instead of war on poverty, they got a war on drugs so the police can bother me. And I ain't never did a crime, I ain't have to do. But now I'm back with the box, giving it back to you. Don't let them jack you up, back you up, crack you up, and pips. Get jealous when they see you with your mobile phone But tell the cops I can't touch this I don't trust this When they try to rush, I bust this That's the sound number two You say it ain't cool My mama didn't raise no fool And as long as I stay black I gotta stay strapped And I never get to lay back Cause I always gotta worry about the payback Some buck that I roughed up way back Coming back after all these years Right tat 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 That's the way it is That's just the way it is Shit changes, man. Shit has changed and shit changes. You've changed was the thing my friend used to say at uni. Just like as a joke, that was fun. But yeah, shit changes. I still haven't got my comfortable position yet, but I'll get there. I'll get there. Mateo says, first show. I can make mistakes. But yeah, shit changes, man. I don't really... Do you know, I say I have to accept it, but... I don't really like everything changing. There's sometimes I just... When lockdown was starting, I, all I watched was this this guy on YouTube. Oh, it's like natural something or whatever. It's like how about how to live in the forest and just like build a house out or like make clay and all this. And I was like, this is kind of a vibe. This is quite sick. Like I could do this. But then I was like, oh, I'd have to take an axe with me. I'd have to take this with me. And then it's kind of all started building and I was like, well, that's not actually what he's doing. <laughs> Better off in it. <laughs> oh man. Shit changes, man. Shit changes. I must have had like 40, 50 million plans that just changed. Like my first year of uni, I wanted to live in my own place because I couldn't be bothered to go into halls. And that did not happen. Tried to start a ticket company. That did not happen. Shit changes, man. Shit changes. And that's okay to change. Like, it's okay for shit to change. It's okay to not do everything. Like, we set ourselves so many goals. It's all about goals. It's all about goals. It's all about goals. But, like, you know, 
if we spend so much time trying to reach goals, I always tell myself this. Life isn't actually about reaching anything. People are, oh, I want to retire at 35. But it's like, to do what? Oh, I want to travel the world. Okay, people travel the world with no money. So why do you need the money? Why just travel the world? So, I just... I just want to travel the world, man. That's what it is. Like, I just want to, me and my girlfriend keep talking about, oh, should we just fuck it all off and go traveling? Like, you don't need to, like, have all the money in the world to go traveling. You can just travel the fuck out. Like, I've been traveling what, bruv, what is going on above this place, bro? Someone's trying to come for me. That's what the hell is. Um, now, I've been traveling before, and it was fun. I feel like traveling really opened my eyes up to, like, what what's kind of going on in the world and like understanding that even like when I went when I went to uni I understood so much more about the UK when I went to traveling and when I went traveling not too traveling I understood so much more about the world and like a bit more humble to what I have back home a bit more understanding of different cultures a bit more accepting of different cultures like I've been trying to learn Spanish for time for time ever since I came back from traveling because I just love the culture out there I did Central America that was really fun me and my girlfriend trying to plan to go back but we want to do a road trip from the top of from we want to go from like Canada to Canada ways all the way through down to Argentina so if anyone's ever done that hit me up Tetley Toby T-E-T-L-E-Y T-O-B-Y hit me up because uh, I definitely want to hear how it was she watches this video of this guy who did it on a motorbike but I'd much prefer to do it in a car <laughs> Can't be bothered to do it on a motorbike. That's just long. It's just like a car would be so much nicer. But shit changes, guys. Shit changes. I might not go traveling. I might not do that at all because shit might change. Beginning of this year, I had a job. Right now, I'm trying to be freelance and I don't know about it. It's going all right. It's going all right. Big ups to everybody who's trying to go freelance because it's a difficult thing to do. It's a very difficult thing to do. And uh, I respect everybody who's trying to push that wave. With my friend Amal, and he, he'd been pushing it hard. Like, my DOP friend Sam was pushing it real hard. And then Amal was the next one to do it. He was like, fuck it, I'm going freelance. He was pushing it hard at the time. He was like, bro, I think I cracked it. I was like, yes, my John. Do you know what? Fuck it, I'm doing this. So I was like, fuck it, I'm going to do this. It's been going well. Very well, I love making films. I love everything about making films. I don't even care about <laughs> like getting them out to anyone. I just want to keep making them. I could just make films all day, every day as a job. And I don't really care about putting it out anywhere. I just want to be making them because I just love making films. Oh, sorry, one sec. Been drinking this can of Coke. I've been nursing it. You know how them bubbles get? I didn't want to burp near the mic. I also got this pack of like hummus, hummus bites. Hummus, hummus bites. So I've been, trying to, I've been trying to be more healthy. I'm sure I'm not the only one who's been trying to be more healthy. I, I, mean, I don't know about you guys, but I've, I've had my first session in the gym today in a long time. I've been trying to be more healthy. Shit changes. I used to not care about being healthy. Now I want to be more healthy. I enjoyed it. I like going to the gym. I don't necessarily care so much about what I look like. I just want to be in 
I want to be in better health, <laughs> more healthy than I am right now. I want to not be in pain when I do light exercise. <laughs> I want to, uh, I got on a Bosa ball for the first time. That was, was kind of fun. Not first time in my life, but the first time in a long time. That was kind of fun. But yeah, I think everyone just wants to be more healthy now. It's just a, there's a lot of money to be made in this vibe for health, like for sure. A lot of money to be made in this vibe for health. There's just a lot of money to be made in any kind of, any kind of fucking big fad. There's a there's lots of money to be made, and right now that's health or green green like green energy like solar shit. So I think solar installation was last year was the one of the most well paid jobs in the in the country. I, I I might be wrong. I think someone told me that I might be wrong. So if anyone's looking for what to do right now, go sort yourself out with a either become or start a solar installation solar panel installation company because that shit will make you some dough absolute dough I'm always thinking about how to make dough it's so bad why do I give a shit like what what we live in a world where all I can think about is how I need to make enough money so that I can go and do what I want and like even though like I said this is that's just an emotional response to an illogical feeling because I just said I don't need the money to go and travel the world and that's what I want to do is just travel the world. But it's just so much nicer to do it with a bunch of money in your hands. You stay in nice places, you can do nice things. Everything costs money. Everything fucking costs money. And that's all I ever think about is what idea is gonna get me so that I can just sell it. <laughs> just make it, sell it, get the fuck out. And not have to deal with anyone's bullshit ever again. I. That's kind of my my plan is to do something. One big sale. I don't know if any of you watch The Office. When that guy's like, one big sale and then I'm out, like a plane. I mean, that was obviously years ago when a plane would be one big sale and you're out, but one big sale and I just want to be out of there. I tried to design this app and it just oh, it became more than it was worth. And it's just, shit changes, man. Shit just changes all day, every day. And I just, you gotta get with it, or you gotta, or you're gonna have to play catch up like I do. You gotta try and play catch up on the world as it changes in front of you. My dad used to say humans are not a viable species. And that wasn't like a depressive thing. It was just like a, it was just like a, we're not viable, this planet is, is we are only destroying this planet. We're not a species that is gonna be able to continue living on this planet forever and ever because we just destroy it. Like it would be so much better without us, but then where would we be? I just think humans are not a virus species is such a like, Introducing whoa. Face on Blur on the new Google Pixel 6. Whoa, <laughs> whoa there, sunny Jimmy laddie boy. I'm just gonna talk. I'm just gonna talk over that one. That one put me off. Humans are not a viable species, so who knows like when the end is. But hopefully not soon. Everyone always says, Oh, I'm not gonna have kids because why would I bring kids into this world? And it's just like, well, I don't know, because people have brought kids into all worlds. Like people were still having babies during the war. People were still having babies in all of the horrible time. I don't know. It's have some kids, it's just kind of what what do you do? Big ups to anyone who does and doesn't want kids. 
I don't really give a shit what your feelings are. I personally want them because I think it'd be jokes to be a dad. Obviously, lots of work and like respect to all the parents out there. Um, but like, I just think that's so much, such a sick thing to do. Um, my brothers are recent, recently, recent father. So big ups to them lot over there. Um, yeah, I just think having kids will be super cool, man. Like teaching them all the things that you know and then like being able to watch them learn the new things that you don't fucking understand because you're an old kook. I'm definitely becoming an old kook. Not not yet, but like I'm definitely gonna be one of those like kooky, just like, what? who is that fucking insane guy? I mean, you guys are, what, an hour and 11 minutes in, you must already know that I'm completely insane. Like, this brain dump has been almost monumental for anybody's Sunday morning. But I feel like I've kept it light. I feel like I've been light with you. But just shit changes, man. Next, next in, the, in Boxing Day, I could come in really hard with some crazy rant. I might have a guest. I could find that I'm going to have a guest in on the Saturday. Who knows? Shit changes, man. Boxing Day's a vibe, though. I might have a little party. Might even try mixing. I learned to mix at university just so I could fit in. Didn't really give a shit about it. But it was just everybody was mixing. So I was like, oh, I might as well learn how to mix because, like, this is, like, an easy thing I can just learn to do. I'm not saying I can DJ. I said I learned how to mix. Like, not, like, crazy, but, like, I just know how to do it. Because it was just a fun thing that everyone would do. And I was just like, cool, well, I might as well learn how to do this and get it done. Big ups to Ross, who fucking let me borrow his decks until he wanted to sell them. A uni was loads of house music, man. I hate house. But there's a couple of tunes that give me... Like, I, I don't hate all house. That's obviously a stupid comment. But like, I just can't listen to house when I'm just chilling. And I'm mostly chilling. I like listening to house when I'm skating. Roller skating. I don't necessarily listen to house when I'm skateboarding. But I just, yeah. Well, house, I, just, I feel like I should play a house track that I like so that people do understand I do like house. See if warning's on there. Warning. By a warning, Remy mix, Remy main mix, Remy R H E M I, R H E M I, R H E M I. Yeah, yeah, bang that. This is this is a sick tune. No, 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 the second one. Yeah, yeah, this is a sick tune. I love this tune. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna bring some house. This is big ups to again, Mr. Meiji. Look, possibly could be um, Jermaine or Maya who played this. Actually, I just remember we were in Detroit. Detroit. Remind me if it was in Detroit. I think it was Detroit. We were in the hotel. We were just banging out some house, and this was a fucking banger.
touch that button. You're locked in right now to Defected in the house. Yeah, that is a banger. See, I do like some house. Yeah, I... Yes, it was something there. Yeah, so I like listening to house when I'm skating. I love roller skating, man. I never thought it would be something that I would enjoy, but I don't know about you guys out there. I don't know. The... The hype in roller skating over the last year has become ridiculous, like just stupid. And that's great for the movement. I mean, I think it's wicked. It makes everywhere I go a lot more, uh, a lot more busy, but that's okay. Um, but yeah, I love skating. I was, film, I was filming for a roller disco and then I started skating back in London at Fix 8. Big ups to Fix 8. If, no, if you skate and you haven't been to Fix 8, Please go down there. I'm sure you'll have a great time. If you do go to Fix 8, big ups to you. You already know you have a great time. Um, the whole team is sick. Like everyone there is super awesome, super friendly and happy. And it's just a sick place to be. So if you want to skate, even first timers, if you don't skate and you would like to skate, go down to Fix 8. It's on a Tuesday night, uh, 8 till midnight. Usually runs a little bit over. Um, it's awesome. They got rentals there. It's it's just a wonderful place to be. And like I fell in love with the movement before I fell in love with the whole skating part of it. Like I only started learning to skate because I wanted to be able to skate with my camera, which I now can do, which is great. But I just fell in love with the movement. I just people were so nice. Like it was just such a cool vibe inside. Like there was just so much love between everybody, and there was just so much. It's kind of like. Everybody had been the, the person who's never skated before. So like, there's so much understanding for when you were like brand new and I just think it's a great movement inside. And I just think now that there's so much light shined on it, shone on it, shone on it. I think that's great. Um, I wish there was more places that we had permanent to skate. We have one being opened up next, next year um, called Flippers. Um, I don't know all the details on it, but I, I went to the opening, the kind of like test night, and it was really, really good. So big ups to Flippers from the US, but also from the UK. Um, the skate movement's amazing. Like everyone in there is really cool. Um, everyone's got a lot of time for each other. There's a lot of like time for teaching, for learning. Everyone's really like eclectic. There's like so many different jobs going on inside, which I think is really cool. And yeah, I've been, I think I've been doing it for like four years now, but. I took a year off. Maybe I'm doing it for five years, but I took a year off. I can't remember. I've been in four years. Four years, but I took a year off because of a knee injury. But for me, skating is just uh, two hours a week that I get to just forget about everything. I don't know about anyone else out there who needs that. But those two hours, I mean, it's longer than that. But I tend to only be able to skate for like two to four hours at the moment. Maybe it's the music. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I've only been skating for like two to three hours at a time. But they're just a, they're just those two hours a week where I can just forget about anything that's going on outside the building. And I'm sure people out there have that with a different thing. 
They might have it with the gym. They might have it with yoga. They might have it with some sort of other, you know, therapeutic experience thing that they do. But for me, when I get inside, like I, I talk to me, I say the movement's so nice and stuff, but like I talk to minimal people. I say hello to loads of people, but like I try to just like, a lot of times I put on headphones because I just want to like just be gliding around doing nothing for ages and not thinking about anything that's going on outside. Because as soon as I step out the doors, I have to deal with all the shit that's going on. And I'm not saying that, oh, I've got loads of shit going on, but like all the shit that I was trying to get away from is then back in the zone. And I'm sure people out there have the same thing. I'm sure people in skating have the same thing, you know? I can see it with certain skaters. I can see certain skaters are there for a release and certain skaters are there for social. Some both, like, it's, you know, you can tell, but I got, my skate, I got a little skate crew. Well, I, I don't have a skate crew. I am part of a skate crew. <laughs> Mateo's laughing at me because he knows I'm not the worst person. Oh no, not the, there's like, I'm not the, I'm probably the worst person in the skate crew. But again, I don't skate that much so anymore because like I'm still working my energy back after my year off. I don't, I'm like, like I said, I'm just getting back into the gym after the rehab sessions I've been doing. My girlfriend's training to be a PT, so she wrote me some rehab shit. But yeah, I just, the skate crew's awesome. It's the NC, we underscore the NC on Instagram. Or we the underscore NC. I can't remember. I'm not on Instagram. Like, I might go on it now if people start doing shit because of the show. But, like, I just don't use it. Like, I'm on Facebook, man. I appreciate the Facebook. I'm old school like that. But shit changes. That's what I'm saying. But, yeah, the skate crew's sick. It's just, it's just, the whole skate movement's just sick. I just think everyone should just start skating and just love skating. I do think like a lot of people are jumping on, like a lot of brands are jumping on the hype because they know it's there. But I mean, I guess it's not bad for skating because we're just getting more and more forefront, forefront like, so like, cool. Like, it's not like, I don't, I don't know. I'm sure people have different views on it. I just think skating's great. So if there's more people are putting money into it and then we get more rinks opening up. Like that's fucking cool as shit. Like that's wicked. Um, I recently started skateboarding. Like I say recently started skateboarding. I skateboarded like five or six times. Six, six times. My mate Sam brought me a skateboard to the skate park and I was just like, what am I meant to? He was like, yeah, yeah, this is for you. I was like, okay then. So I learned that on a, for a bit. And then, and then Mateo, the big Donny Don Diddley, Gave me his board because he had been he ain't doing no skateboarding for a while after that surgery, <laughs> and uh, and so I, yeah I started skateboarding, um, and it's yeah it's fun, uh, funish. I could I say you can hear my voice fun, fun with like a whimper. I'm falling off a skateboard at 28 hurts, boy. Oh my days. Just learned to drop in nish. And I say learn to drop in. I have dropped in like three times or four times. I definitely haven't learned to drop in. But for anyone who's trying to learn to skateboard, yeah, that is just a painful experience, man. A painful experience. But I like climbing. I'm a big climber guy. And for everyone who... This is all this health shit. This is me, right? I'm like, I can't be bothered to go to the gym. I have to pretend to enjoy it so I can go. But like, I, I, I can't be bothered. I have to find other reasons to be healthy, other ways to be healthy, like climbing, skateboarding, roller skating, 
I'm trying to join the Arnos Rangers, but they're, they're not letting me in. They said I'm not good enough. Rude, isn't it? Rudeness. But I'll get in one day. It's my dream to play at right back for the Arnos Rangers. But one day they'll let me in. Maybe, maybe, maybe on a Sunday. Pre-show football game. Anyway, yeah, the healthy, just to be healthy is becoming more and more expensive, more and more difficult. I think it's because of the visibility we have on everything. Like, everyone's always got more information about everything. And it's just like, it's like the ADHD was saying, like, there's just so much info on it that there's so easy to get lost in all the madness of it. And then you just give up because you're like, fuck it. Like, I'm just going to kind of carry on as, as I was. Do you know what I mean? I'm trying to quit smoking right now. And it's just like, there's two things, two times I can't not smoke a cigarette. And that's when I'm on set or when I'm drinking. And do you know what? I think that's a W. I think that's a win. I think that's a win. I used to smoke like three or four cigarettes a day, like two, three, four months ago. And now I'm like, I haven't had a cigarette today and I don't feel like I want one. I might have one, but I don't want one right now. And I feel good about that. And you know, I, it's that Coca-Cola again, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't feel like I want a cigarette. And I don't even understand how they're still sold. How are cigarettes? still sold in shops how are they sold in shops how is alcohol still sold regularly and yet all the other drugs are just completely illegalized i don't understand it they should just all be illegal or all be legal and, and either nobody has any choice or everybody has the choice of everything i, I don't think it, i don't think it matters but i just think there is so much less harmful things that people can, I mean, I know so many people who can't go to sleep without a sleeping tablet. And you're like, well, but you're given that for free by the government. So, you know, what the fuck's that? Like, I just think just either illegalize everything and let us all leave the country or make everything legal and let everybody just do what they fucking want. Like, do you know what I mean? I just, I, I don't know. That's like an old punk attitude. Ah, oh, fuck it, let's do what we want, man. Like, Maybe that's a bit wrong. I don't know. Mateo was talking about punk earlier. He's got it on my mind. What, what kind of punk? I know, like, old, like, rock pump bands. What kind of punk bands are there that I can think about? I can't really think of any punk bands off the top of my head straight away. Have you got any? I don't know. Was Sum 41, was Sum 41 punk? Were they punk? Let's play a Sum 41 tune and then we'll decide after the tune if they were punk. Let's go for Fat Lip. I feel like that's a that's a banger. You could go into deep, but I feel like that's a bit more rock. Let's go Fat Lip. That's a bit of a banger. Fat Lip. There we go. Yeah, bang that out. It's a short one as well. Stolen to the party like my name was El Nino. Hanging out 
let you know when Don't count on me I'll do it again I do not know if there was ever a time that I could not head back to that tune. I think I did, I think I air instrumented every instrument, including, and then headbanged as well. Headbung? Head, headbanged. Let's go with headbanged. Headbonged. <laughs> um, I don't think anybody who likes that kind of music, obviously, could not headbang to it. I mean, that is just a screaming banger. But we did talk about it, and that is more of a pop punk. Um, that's just a boy. See, shit changes. Punk, OG, black flag, and then you got your shit changes, and you get your Sum 41. I didn't want to, if you liked Sum 41, I don't know if anyone heard Still Waiting, but back to music videos, the beginning of that was so funny. Their manager was like, oh, you got to change your name to The Sums, The Foo Fighters, The Offspring. It's just, it's very funny. But shit just changes. I tell you, everything changes. Also, like when you're when you're planning to like, oh, I'm gonna make this massive change, right? I'm gonna do all this stuff to make myself better. Someone somewhere decides that that's the time to throw all the mad shit at you. It's like you could kind of coast, being like, I'm not gonna make any changes, and I'm gonna just kind of carry on. And you could just kind of deal with shit as it comes and nothing really comes too tough. But then when you decide to make a massive monumental change for the better, that, what is that? Someone outside is brakes are off skinny. Anyway, when you decide to make a monumental change, that's when someone somewhere who's in control of this Truman Show thing that we call the world decides that's when I'm gonna fuck you that's it let's go boom 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 and a little bit of like sprinkling of dust on the top do you know what I mean maybe I'm wrong maybe it's a mentally when you because you're trying things are hitting you harder because you're trying to be better than you were so say if you were at 50 but you're trying to be at 80 there's more things in between that 50 to 80 mark so there's a load of new things that would now piss you off that before wouldn't have pissed you off so much. See, logical, emotional. Everything's a full circle here. We like to do that full circle stuff. Shit changes, logical, emotional. We're here all day. But yeah, shit just changes. I've been trying to make, 
I, when I was moving out, I was like, I'm going to be a massive change when I move out. It's going to be all of this. Like, uh, 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 uh. Do you know the thing? The only thing that changed? Where I lived. That was it. I had to be the one to make all those changes. Moving house, we're going to do shit. I had to actually do those changes. So I'm like starting to do them one by one. Like I joined the gym. I I'm just saying no, 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 because I can't think of any of the other things I've actually done. But I will get to things someday. I really wanted to get to this. This was one of the most important things I wanted to get to when I moved. I kept on saying to Mateo, I don't want to do it until I moved because I want it to be a part of like this big change. And I finally got to it and I'm so glad to be here. First show, it's cool. I know there's things that I'm going to work on for my next one, but it's so cool to be able to come here and just kind of brain dump with you, whether you're listening or not. I'm kind of just brain dumping with me because the monitors are talking to me. I'm kind of just talking myself through all of these things, which is kind of fun. But it's just nice to be able to share that with whoever wants to listen there. And I, I really like being on a breakfast show because I think that I don't really, you know, like I said, I don't, I'm not a DJ and I don't really have a huge music knowledge, but I do have a lot, a lot to say. And I've told Mateo I want to get like a little phone line going so I can get people to call in and talk shit and talk nice and all that stuff. Like I do feel like this is kind of a good platform to have good people on and talk about different stuff. You know, me, I'm, I'm like constantly in the personal development zone. I feel like, like I'm always learning something somewhere, you know, and I like to constantly get better at things. I like to constantly try and learn new things. Like, but I don't hear, I don't pretend that I know, you know, almost everything about anything because I'm, I'm a bit more jack of all trades. Like I understand everything around everywhere, but like I don't. So this, this show is going to be awesome because I'm going to be able to learn, get these guests in and learn about so many things that I just don't understand. It's like, even if there is zero people listening to me on a Sunday, second and fourth Sunday of every month, 11 to 1 a.m. No, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. There we go. Um, even if no one's there, I'm just going to be having these guests in and talking to them, being like, yo, what's up? I got a couple of ideas. I don't want to share them all with you. I told you I'm definitely going to get Ellen. Definitely going to interview the old owners of Mode, Mr. J Beats and Observer. Oh, God. I was going to say Mateo, but I thought I'd say his Observer name, OB, Mr. OG OB. Uh, I had a couple film ideas I want to do. I don't know if they'll be weird. I'm going to start a soundtrack session. So I think it's going to be on the, the fourth Sunday for the last half an hour. It's just going to be like the best tracks from a certain film. So what I'll be doing is once a month, I'll be finding my, one of my favorite soundtracks in the film. I'll rewatch that film and just vibe the fuck out. The first one will probably be super bad off the top of my head. So on Boxing Day, you'll probably get half an hour of super bad soundtrack because that soundtrack is so deep. And I'll give you the real these eyes. You know, I was talking about the Michael Sarah thing, but I'll give you the actual song instead of Michael Sarah singing it. Or oh, Mateo's giving me some evil look for that singing, but I thought it was all right. Like, I thought it could have been worse, if I'm honest. Like, I thought I, thought I hit a couple notes, but I was getting them evils from over there, so maybe I won't sing again. I was zoned out. Zone in. Um, yeah, I'm definitely going to start the soundtrack sessions. I don't really want to give away all of my ideas, but definitely the soundtrack sessions is going to be one. I'm going to do one show that's just going to be have an hour dedicated to Kanye West. 
that's just going to happen. If you don't like Kanye West, I'll tell you when it's going to happen and you can turn off. And it's not going to be in the, like, the new album. It's going to be all old shit. Graduation, or high school dropout, graduation. Late registration. Well, how does it go? Graduation. No. High school dropout, late registration, graduation. Is that how they go? I think that's it. It'll be basically those three albums and I'll pick my favorite ones and we'll do like an hour for Kanye West. I'll probably do one to Nate, like I said as well. Just like Maybe we'll do a Nate hour and then a Kanye hour and you don't have to listen to me talk at all. You can literally just know that in that, that one, no one will have to listen to me speak. Maybe you like it. I need to know these things. It's my first show. It's my first show. We're still here just trying to design what the hell this really is. Shit changes. The show could change hugely over the next... Do you know, do you know how I really, really like listening to? He's not radio, but he just does this, Jamali Maddox. I love listening to him talk because he doesn't, he's not hindered by a desire to like, please you. He feel, I feel like he's out there just trying to speak him. And the fact that him is just interesting and funny becomes part of his act. It's like Dave Chappelle. Like when I watch Dave Chappelle, I feel like he's just like, telling jokes in front of his mates like in a circle of like six guys just chilling or six people just chilling it doesn't feel like he's like on stage or like you're doing this it just feels like he's just a funny guy in the crew but he is just so funny that he happens to be getting paid for it like i feel like he's telling the jokes for himself but they are just really funny he spends the whole time laughing at his own jokes and that's fucking sick like he's so funny and like i just I don't know, man. I just find these these people just like fucking sick. Like I'd love to, I'd love to be that good at something that it was just second nature to just like do it. And like people were like, oh yeah, cool, yeah, here you go. Like you know, like a, just a really talented footballer who's just like, oh, I'm just doing my thing, man. Or you know, like a guy who's a golfer. You know, these people who are just really talented, as well as obviously having loads of skill. Like they just have this base level of crazy talent there's just a girl i'm just doing my thing man like it's just chilling you know i envy those people quite a lot like to love work to love work would be such an awe like i obviously love what i do but it doesn't mean i love every job i do but to, to be able to go to work every day and love every minute of it would just be sick that'd be so sick like big ups to everyone who has that because you lot you lot are living a good life and for everyone who's not, like, let's all together just aim for that. Like, it doesn't matter what we want to do. You can want to do whatever it is. But if you can get paid to do it, that would be fucking sick. But then I guess no one wants to do some jobs. But do you know what I mean? Like, it's just, you know, if I get paid every day to just direct, that would be sick. I would have, I wouldn't have any qualms of work at all. I'd work seven days a week. My girlfriend might not like it, but I would work seven days a week because that would be vibey. And then I'd obviously take six months off <laughs> to go traveling. <laughs> but yeah, I just think we should all be aiming to spend our good brain time doing something that we love. Matt always says that I've mentioned it before, so I'm not going to keep saying where he comes from. But he always, he always says that like there's this, this, that we spend 80% of our good brain time at, at the hours that normal, an average person would spend at work. And it's just like, well, 
doesn't that feel like a bit of a waste if you hate your job? Because if that's where your brain time is going and none of it's going to spending it with your family, spending it with your friends or doing or pursuing anything that you actually enjoy, if only 20% of your actual good brain is going to all of those things and 80% of it's going to a job that you don't enjoy, what's the kind of point in life? And my other mate, I was like, said to my other mate, I was like, I could just make loads of money if I learned to code. I feel like I'd understand, my girlfriend did a course now, I feel like I'd understand it really well. And he was like, yeah, but wouldn't you hate your life? Sitting at a desk all day. And I was like, yeah, but like, you know, whatever, just make some money and then go make films. He's like, yeah, but, you know, if God forbid anything was to happen and you just had sat at your desk for the last three years trying to make money to go off and do something, like, what's the point? And I was just like, it's so true. It's just so true. Like, you should be doing what you love every single day. Like, if you love to skate, you should be skating. If you love to cook, you should be cooking. If you love to do marketing, you should be doing marketing. If you love to make things really beautiful, you should be doing cleaning or doing interior design or doing buildings, do you know what I mean? Like you should, you should be pursuing what you love all day in the good brain space and spend the other brain space doing the things that are monotonous, like your taxes and your cleaning and all of that that you have to do around the house. Like the good brain space should be going to what we actually enjoy doing because otherwise you're just wasting time. I've recently worked out that so many of the things that jar me the most are because I have this really real issue with wasted time. So I used to get really angry at my friends who were late. For no reason other than, like, I, I think it's a respect thing. I think it's a wasted time thing. I'm not sure. I don't like wasting time. So I don't like being there 15, 20 minutes, like doing nothing when there's something to be done. You know, I don't like that wasting time. And I had yeah, loads of things, that different things that all came to one, one central point was that I don't like wasted time. The idea of wasting time for me. And that, I don't know where that comes from, but that whole concept of not liking, not, not wanting to waste time, that's just like a very kind of arbitrary thing. Like who gives a shit? Like what is time? Like I could walk out of this building and get run over straight away. So what? Like. What was I going to accomplish in those 28 years more had I not been waiting for people on the side of the street for 15 extra minutes, like, to be angry about, do you know what I mean? Like, wasted time is just, wasted time is just nothing. Like, there is no need to do things before a certain time because the journey is, is life. If your goal is, like we were saying earlier, if your goal is to get to a certain place, the life of that goal is the journey. When you're there, so what? Do you know what I mean? It's about the journey up there. Like that's what life is. Life is a constant journey because once you've reached one goal, you're not just gonna stop. You're gonna then set yourself another goal, which is another journey. And so all of these things come to like, life actually is just this one journey. And time is just a part of that. Like you don't get to decide when you live or when you die. And some people get to decide when they die. Some people, no, people don't get to decide when they live, but some people get to decide when they die. But you don't get to decide mostly when you live or die. So the idea of wasted time doesn't really mean anything because nothing that you want to get done before a certain time is, is completely certified. So to get angry about it, back to my certain point, for me to get angry about people being late is a waste of time because one, the person who's late doesn't give a shit. Two, you're wasting time by being angry of it when you could be enjoying your time with that person. 
Because obviously, if you get angry about it, you're not completely fine as soon as they arrive. You have that like five, ten minutes of just being like, you're a dickhead, man, fuck you. So it's like you're the only one who ends up in a negative situation and you're wasting time. You, you could even end up wasting more time being angry about it than you did on the side of the street waiting for that person to arrive. So uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I want to play you another song. I can't even think of another song to play you. Like, I just want to keep ranting at you lot. But I'm going to, do you know what I'm going to play? So I, I just, do you know what? What am I going to play? I think I'm going to play you a wonderful, beautiful song for my, for my childhood, which will be Grover Washington's, Grover Washington's um, Mr. Magic. Now, this song's fucking sick. I played this in my dad's cremation. I one time. <laughs> My dad loved this tune, man. He thought I stole when I was playing it to one of my mates. Maybe my mate was playing it to me. I can't remember. He thought, um, he thought I'd stolen his records. <laughs> this is a vibe, man.
attitude, man. That just makes me feel so chilled. Feels so wonderful. Yeah, I appreciate appreciate all of you who have been with me for all this time. Are we in? We're in. Appreciate all of you for, for staying with me for this two hours. I'm sure I've been on some rants that you probably didn't need. But do you know I just think that sometimes people just need someone to just talk about things that they thought they were alone on. Sometimes it's just nice to hear that someone's going through very similar problems to you. Sometimes it's nice, not even just problems, it just feels that people are going through the same brain fucking dumps. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's nice to hear that someone's thinking the same thing as you. I feel like there's something comforting in that. Um, so I'll definitely be here to do that for you guys some more. But I just think I'm definitely going to have to... I'm definitely going to have some different stuff going. I think I'm going to bring some some different guests to what, like, I guess would be normal radio. I d thing is, I guess I don't know. I don't know so much about radio. Like I'm not here because I'm, you know, super, super like clued in on radio. I'm here because I think I want to, you know, talk and inspire and and have conversations and learn and develop. And I just think that this is a really great platform to do it. You know what I mean? But yeah, I'm definitely gonna bring some new vibes to it. So I'm definitely gonna try and mix. I'm definitely gonna try and. Um, Try and get to know myself a bit more and get to know everybody out there a bit more. I think this is the kind of perfect place to, like I said, therapize myself, have those conversations with myself with the monitors. You know, if I'm engineering my own show, I'm the only one in here. It's kind of nice to be able to just discuss with myself. I did this show and tell group, my friend Sophie in lockdown. Big, big ups to, to Sophie and big ups to Zach, my brother, for telling me about the idea. And everyone who was in the in the group um emily lawrence uh, a couple other people joined a few times but emily and lawrence were the and me and sophie were the core five and I, we were doing this the theme was reflections and i took it kind of i said all right i'm gonna reflect on like losing my dad and i had to kind of lock myself in a room and put like a towel against the door so that like my girlfriend and my mom couldn't hear what I was saying. So I just like set up the camera and just wait. And I just kind of wanted to talk to myself, you know? I think sometimes it's a lot easier to do that when, I don't know, when you like understand yourself. I always talk about to my girlfriend about understanding why, instead of just knowing that it is, understand why it is and always ask yourself why. I think that was something my dad always did. My dad always asked why. You know, he was always inquisitive. And I just think that's... It's kind of just a really important part about self-development is just not just accepting a feeling for a feeling, but understanding why you're feeling that feeling and trying to understand if it's a feeling you don't want to feel because you're feeling bad about it, how do you get over it next time? You know, is it just that you need to... Do you just need to literally vent it out? Do you just need to vent out that feeling or do you need, sorry, do you need to like, I don't know, do you need to, do you need to, do you need to punch something? Do you need to cry somewhere? Do you need like, all of that's okay. But you just need to understand what it is you're feeling. And then that's the best way to be able to kind of get over that. Um, I kind of wanted to end with a nice song for you guys. But I'll give my little outro now. So uh, this has been Tea in the Morning. 
It's now the afternoon, and that's probably going to become my catchphrase at the end of every show. But I'm glad you've been with me the whole time, if you have been with me the whole time. And I appreciate all the love and the strength you send out. Um, there's a piece, there's a lot of peace and love sending out to you guys, and uh, I hope you enjoy the rest of your Sunday. I think we're going to end with uh, something kind of nice, something kind of chilled, something kind of vibey. It's going to be Shola Ama. <laughs> Mateo's giving me the weirdest look. Shola Ama, you might need somebody. Sorry, that just made me crease up, bro. Mateo's looking at me like a dickhead, bro. <laughs> I love listening to Shola Ama. Need somebody.
Ma 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 